0: The views expressed in this interview are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of the U.S. government, the Department of Defense, the U.S. Navy, or the Naval Postgraduate School. Welcome to the Trident Room, brewer of stout conversation, unfiltered and on tap. On today's episode, Trident Room host, Michael Gannon, sits down with Dr. Michael Augustin. We sort of accidentally skipped over it today. Um, Would you like to introduce yourself how you how you got to NPS um, and became a professor here we we jumped right into Monterey Phoenix
1: maybe well you know originally I am from Latvia okay it's a little Baltic country it was part of Soviet Empire well now more than thirty years it's independent so I was born and, and grew up and went to school in Riga it's capital of Latvia uh, so and I completed University of Latvia Mathematics. So my formal specialty is Mathematics. And I was interested from early, when I was a student, I started to get interested in behavior modeling and logical behavior. Well, temporal logic was known in those times, but Mm -hmm. are you familiar with temporal logic? Have you at least some basic concepts, right? So, this is an um, attempt to apply first-order predicate logic to behaviors.
0: Okay.
1: So, essentially, events, but then uh, you use first-order predicate logic to s- reason about events, quantifiers. For all events, some property holds. Exist events such that exist another event, this kind of relationship. But uh, first-order predicate logic is too static. Set okay. of events and nothing else. No, and not. then, somehow... Popped up for me, I cannot even now remember how, but that you need the the concepts of behavior. And this is come precedence and inclusion. And then when you bring them into first order predicate logic, then you get Monterey Phoenix, essentially. So you can tell that Monterey Phoenix was application of traditional logic to specific domain behavior. And the first application was behavior of software, of course, that I built some prototypes. And idea was the following, in order to reason about behavior of software. Well, you know, the software debugging is very difficult and challenging task. When you write a software, you make mistakes, that's for yeah. sure. And they may be very expensive and very difficult to catch and fix. Yeah. And what software engineers do most of the time, they are fixing errors.
0: Fixing the previous mistake, right? Yeah, ah. because
1: humans are humans, and you yeah, cannot we imagine what can happen, happen right? You ha- look at this finite object source code, and we cannot even imagine there are possible executions, which use something absolutely unexpected. Yeah, this was how Monterey Fix was born.
0: And that was in '91, you said. Yes, something
1: I'm around this. I developed a system called foreman okay, Formal Annotations Language, oh. and the idea was that. Um, you look at the software, and software is source of behavior, source of events. What kind of events? Execute statement, evaluate expression, uh, call subroutines. Those are events. Yeah. And it counts hierarchy here, right? Mm-hmm. And then comes ordering, right? Statements are ordered. And so on. This is how first behavior models have been designed. Behavior of programs. In order to implement it, what we need now, you are talking about... Events, statement execution, expression evaluation, subroutine calls. In order to extract events from source code, you have to run the program and uh, detect events. And then track Instrumentation. It. So I implemented the first tool to instrument source code. I guess it was for PLO1. PL one in those other times was major programming language
0: and then and then where uh, where were you at that at that time in Latvia you're in still we're in Lati- still Latvia. Latvia,
1: yes. okay. I University of Latvia okay Institute of mathematics and computer science all right so I implemented um, instrumentation tool for PL1 so that you automatically so you describe first of all what events you would like to watch
0: yeah. and
1: from these descriptions the tool, instruments, your software, so that you will detect appropriate events. Then you run instrumented program. And there will be a special piece of software which will now detect events and do whatever you would like to check. Okay. Automatically monitoring and evaluation of properties of behavior. So this was the beginning of this story. And then uh, what happened? It was, yeah, in early nineties, because I worked at the University of Latvia from Graduate after graduation in the late 70s, I believe. Yeah, something around 78. So, when um, Soviet Union collapsed, it became possible to travel abroad because before
0: it was. Yeah. And
1: then, uh, uh, so and I got invited to Sweden for one year as uh, it was kind of uh, visiting,
0: visiting uh, like an uh, adjunct uh, yeah, professor. Something said. Like that, for yeah, for one year
1: at university in Lynchpink. And I continued to work, and they liked what I have done. And then finally, they offered me to stay there. So and that, yeah, yeah, so I moved to Sweden and then f- started to work at University of and teaching there. And then again, I got my mm, uh, academic uh, year, I guess, after seven years or something, and got invited to United States, to New Mexico. State University for one year. And okay. I came to New Mexico for s- one year, and they offered me to stay.
0: <laughs> so you stayed? In-
1: I stayed in New Mexico. Became professor at New Mexico State University in Las Cruces. What year was year. that? Huh? What year was that?
0: Uh, probably you- 1991,
1: something around this. Early 90s, no, bit. Was it 1990? No, 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 no. It was uh, two thousand probably. No, 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 no. in the nineties. In nineties, yeah, nineties, yeah, no, so no. probably late nineties, most uh, likely. No, something beginning of nineties, probably, yeah, something like this. I spent several years. I <laughs> have to look online on my oh, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> description. <yeah. laughs> so was professor at New Mexico State University, then my uh, academic year, and they invited me here to NPS
0: for professor an academic year. <laughs>
1: And then you just stuck and around. It's a pattern of behavior, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, again, I spent one year, and they offered my position. So I ended up being here. It was in early 2000s, I guess. Yeah. So I became professor here. So, But all the time, I did testing and debugging, automation, behavior, modeling, and this kind of things. Oh, yeah, well, because I had needed to implement uh, this uh, program instrumentation, right, to run program software and detect events. I needed a tool for this, and as side effect, I invented yet another programming language called Regal. It's a, a language for compiler writing. Okay, it's useful language tool, still available publicly online. Again, if you go on my website, oh, yeah. you'll find it out. I, I'm very satisfied. It's powerful and, and useful tool. There are other tools for compiler writing. If you have heard Lex and Yacc, for example, are you I'm familiar? No, but you're a computer science person.
0: Uh, I, I was my first round of college, uh, yes. bef- uh, but that led, I didn't do successfully my first round, dropped okay. out. But you know the, what is
1: compiler about, right? Mm-hmm. Compiler is a program which takes yeah. description in specific programming language and converts it into something executable. Okay, but compiler is a very special kind of software, and in order to write it, it's not easy. <coughs> there are some patterns or some common difficulties and solutions to them. So I develop a programming language to write compilers and it's still available and I use it in all implementations of LMP. behavior MP and so on. Yeah, Regal. It's also quite useful and interesting project. So yeah, so I have programming languages is my hobby in some sense. I just you know, this is how I became computer scientist because I liked programming languages. Again, since, well, you probably never read Algol 60 report. I suggest to do it for historical reasons. (laughs) Algol 60 is history, yeah, but it's still worth to read it, you know, the philosophy. Because this was, what is Algol 60? It was really understanding and introduction of very fundamental ideas. What is high-level programming language? What it is about? It is about capturing the way how we think about computers, how we think about using computers. They are common things. Algorithmic languages, it is way how we solve problems. And they capture it. They help you to organize your things. Algo yeah. uh, 60, this um, first description is a great thing, again, strongly suggest. Take a look; really? it's worth it. Philosophy, rather no, there's Algo 60. Can imagine how many, eighty years ago, right? Wow! Oh, no, yeah. sixty
0: years, sixty yeah, years, something remember. like that.
1: Yeah, still that... worth to take a look. When I read it, this is when I became uh, really you no know, crazy about programming languages. Algo 60. It was my.
0: It was the point, the yeah. turning point. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I have to say, it's it's actually really impressive to to hear your career because it sounds like. You'd be tasked with something, you had something to do, you'd come across, realize there's no actual good way of doing it, and then you invented something to do it better. And you sounds like you've done that a couple of times now.
1: Well, yeah, I've done several times, of course. Yeah, well, I designed some concepts and programming tools and language for compiler design for behavior modeling Visual programming a little bit, and so on. yeah, I like it. I like programming languages, because if you look at this depth a little, this is principles how humans use computers. Right? Yeah. each when you use non non um, some complicated de- devices, you develop certain set of concepts and
0: approaches,
1: not only computers,
0: Yeah.
1: even for uh, driving a car. there's. Certain patterns and concepts, right?
0: You've got to make a decision. If I see brake lights, then I need to, you know, And certain things, they
1: somehow converge into something common. Well, why steering wheel, for example? First cars didn't have steering wheels. No? Oh, look at the history. The first cars, they were different. Yeah. It took some time to recognize that steering wheel is the right control Mm -hmm. mechanism for car.
0: That doesn't shock me. I I know we had electric cars um, uh, before the internal combustion engine really uh, came they out. They use like,
1: different yeah. buttons, maybe sticks, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. But gradually people find out the most appropriate ways how to control processes, right? So yeah. think about programming languages. This is the right thing, uh, or uh, steering wheels for pro- doing mm-hmm. using computers. All right. So, this is interesting to look from this point of view, and still, since uh, solving problems with computers is much more complicated than driving a car, we need more concepts and more tools, more different kinds of steering wheels. This is programming languages is about, and it never will stop. When you discover new application domains, earlier or later, we will end up with new programming languages. you know examples?
0: Well, Python, Artificial rabbis.
1: intelligence, for example. Okay, it, machine learning.
0: Machine learning. Yes, and, yes, and yeah. they
1: come with formalisms now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That programming language is just essential, essential. typical yeah. uh, ways how to express
0: yeah. uh, solving the, problems with AI. But AI fundamentally is is about balancing choices to to distinguish in probabilities to get the best of whatever the desired outcome, isn't it? Just a
1: much more, much much, much more? more. It's also about about thinking patterns. Okay. Artificial intelligence is a typical ways how to solve problems. It is smart search, not well. Some of the artificial intelligence methods are yeah, brute force.
0: Okay. Just
1: try all of them. Yeah. But yeah. numbers grow up so quickly that you cannot afford it, right? Yeah. Then you have to do it in smart ways, and this is AI smart patterns how to do search but smart
0: recognizing avoiding, yeah, oh, yeah
1: typical patterns typical and you look at ai literature immediately you'll find out patterns yeah that typical would typical ex- ways how to do things
0: yeah that, i mean that makes sense i mean we've got um what is it watson uh the ibm watson it, it uh beat um beat the the guy in go <laughs> um recently we've yeah, finally I mean, beaten chess camp champions and, i mean yeah, and, and they have yeah.
1: certain things behind them, right? Typical yeah. behavior yeah. patterns, if you wish, right? Mm-hmm. Typical ways how to organize solution. This is yeah. it. It earlier or later became programming language, domain-specific language. This is why it's so interesting. Programming language is essentially the capture ways how we solve problems using computers. Each time when you recognize a new application domain, it will end up with a new pro- programming language, which captures typical ways how
0: to do it. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um never end. Yeah, we've we've covered a lot in this. Um yeah, fundamental concepts of programming languages, everything about uh MP, what it has done, what it can do, what it's useful for mm-hmm. and how it's you know, like, Look
1: at adventure, yeah, for example, of cool. ADA, yeah? Yeah. what was the claims initially? ADA will be universal programming language for all people and for all times. Well, no way, yeah. <laughs> it was for a particular time, for a particular yeah, level yeah, of well, knowledge. Right? Yeah. Now, ADA, well, people are using, but it is not mainstream anymore, right? Yeah. Then internet came up and ADA was helpless about it. So we have programming language which captured typical yeah. so, uh, solutions using internet. And so on and so on, programming language is essentially, sorry, um, collection of patterns, how to solve problems. Behaviors, because programs are behaviors. You have to describe solution of program as some kind of process. This is it. And also at this moment, captures the current state of art and what will happen in 10 years. Who
0: knows? (laughs) All right there's any one thing you'd like to impart on the oh, listers.
1: One or two or three or whatever. Uh, yeah. But, well, just keep your eyes open and, and just, how to say, it, don't stop to ask questions, good questions. Asking a good question is very important. And sometimes good question is worth more than answer to it. Right? to ask a good question. This is a big art. If you'd like to summarize in short what is... Um, good science or being a good researcher with ability to ask good questions. Ask questions! Don't stop. This is why kids are so successful. They ask
0: questions!
1: (laughs) They don't know things. They ask, They look at the world with open eyes, and sometimes they ask questions that we didn't even think about. So asking questions and children questions sometimes are amazing, right? So asking good questions, this is a core of all this. Awesome. Ask good questions. This is has to be written with huge letters. Written. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever yeah. it is, yeah. yeah. Well the same here. So you can ask questions. What is the purpose of podcasts? What do you would like to achieve? What you want to uh, avoid, uh, what will be next, and so on, and so on, right? So asking those questions immediately, you come up with some ideas and then the next steps and so on, right? This is how it looks, how it lives, yeah? Asking questions. That's it. Don't hesitate. Don't be ashamed. Asking questions. Sometimes even may look stupid at the first glance, but it
0: is not. I like it. Ask questions, please. Good luck. Okay. Yeah,
1: not Good yet. Gulak will be just one sort of mm. and behavior. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: miracles, yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, I think we can actually cause it. Call it close. And event. F- <laughs> yeah, event over. <laughs> awesome. Okay, guys. That was, thank you. No, thank, yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us in the Trident Room. For more information about today's guests and topics please visit the show notes. The Trident Room has been brought to you by the Naval Postgraduate School Alumni Association and Foundation. For questions, comments, and suggestions, please email us at tridentroompodcasthost at nps.edu and find us online at nps.edu slash tridentroompodcast.